Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Perception Podcast. My name is Caroline Partridge, and I will be your host and companion on this journey. As the name suggests, this series is about how we perceive ourselves, others, the world, and our place in it, and the stories and identities that we adopt and adapt to give our lives meaning. Are we who we think we are, or are we just an amalgam of who we've been told we are? Personas that are unconsciously imprinted upon us almost as soon as we come gasping and wriggling from the womb. Shh, we're told. Good girls and boys don't scream and cry or make a fuss. And unquestioningly, we seem to accept this narrative. I want to explore this and other stories. I want to dissect and inspect what influences us to choose one course of action over another and how our behaviour is shaped by our perception. Scientifically, the vast topic of perception can be subdivided into the categories of visual perception, auditory perception, olfactory or smell, hepatic or touch, and gustatory or taste perception. All perception involves signals in the nervous system, which in turn have resulted from physical or chemical stimulation of the sense organs. And the five stages of the process of perception can be classified as stimulation, understanding stimuli exist, organisation, comparing existing knowledge with the stimuli, interpretation, making meaning of the stimuli, memory, Storage of one's experience about the stimuli. Recall, using the stored knowledge in the future. Everyone has a unique and individual perception of the world, as unique as our fingerprints. But whereas our prints are fixed, our perception is an ever-changing subjective sea shaped by our learning, memory, expectation, emotion and attention. It's an active, creative process where we are continually assigning meaning to sensory information in order to make sense of ourselves, others, the world and our place in it. We recognise and interpret sensory information and decide how we will respond to it. This is great in terms of keeping us safe from physical harm. I won't gleefully thrust my hand into a fire if I have experienced the pain of a burn. I will draw on my existing knowledge and memory of the stimuli to avert physical pain. But perception doesn't only include our physiological responses to external physical stimuli. We depend upon our perception to guide us through the complex dance of psychological and social interaction. I can draw my previous knowledge and understanding of a potentially awkward social situation to avoid getting burned emotionally. But just how valid is my perception of the situation? How has my perception been influenced by past experiences? And how did those past experiences implant themselves into my memory? What biases were at play and where did they come from? I'm in my early 50s, positively young by today's standards, with over 23 years experience as an actress and a puppeteer. You may have seen some of my finest work on CBeebies 
And yes, before you ask, Mr. Tumble really is as nice in real life. Or you may have seen me discreetly extolling the virtues of women's incontinence pads sandwiched between this morning and loose women. No pun intended. I love performing and creating work collaboratively, working with and for other people. But after a while, I realised it wasn't enough. I was, to a certain extent, playing the part I'd been assigned living and breathing a well-rounded character that didn't have quite the right lines for my liking. I've always wanted to create my own work, but the truth was I didn't believe I could do it for or by myself. Well, I didn't believe the version of me that was curated to accept a future of limited success could do it. So, to avoid following my heart's true desire, I would periodically deviate from my dream as I didn't believe I really deserved it, and made various forays down alternative paths. Training as a mediator, or a communication coach, or a stand-up comedian. Hey, why go in a straight line from A to B when you could include X, Y, and Z? And I was good at all those things, but they were ultimately short-lived diversions, always bringing me right back to me. The question is, when did I lose sight of who I was born to be? How could I sacrifice my autonomy so easily and unthinkingly assign the ultimate power of my fate to forces outside of me? The Cambridge Dictionary defines perception as a belief or opinion often held by many people and based on how things seem. Aha, so that's it, beliefs. Repeated thoughts become beliefs, and those powerful beliefs are formed early in our childhoods, largely through our interactions with our main caregivers. Whether we like it or not, Larkin was right about our parents. As children, we are blank books and look to others closest to us for clues about who we are and how to be. According to Dr. Bruce Lipton, the most influential perceptual programming of the subconscious mind occurs from birth through to age six. As we know, during that age, children's brains will be meticulously recording all sensory experiences, as well as learning complex motor programs for speech and advanced activities like running and jumping. Simultaneously, the child's sensory systems are fully engaged, downloading massive amounts of information about the world and how it works. Dr. Lipton also says, by observing the behavioural patterns of people in their immediate environment, primarily parents, siblings and relatives, children learn to distinguish acceptable and unacceptable social behaviours. It's important to realise that perceptions acquired before the age of six become the fundamental subconscious programmes that shape the character of an individual's life. And here's the kicker. The predominant delta and theta brain activity expressed by children younger than six signifies that their brains are operating at levels below consciousness. Delta and theta brain frequencies define a brain state known as a hypnagogic trance. The same neural state that hypnotherapists use to directly download new behaviours into the subconscious minds of their clients. In other words, for the first six years of our lives, we're in 
and hypnotic trance. Lipton continues, a child's perception of the world are directly downloaded into the subconscious during this time. Without discrimination and without filters of the analytical self-conscious mind, which doesn't fully exist yet anyway. Consequently, our fundamental perceptions about life and our role in it are learned without our having the capacity to choose or reject those beliefs. We were simply programmed. Ultimately, the quality of our early programming will dictate how we perceive ourselves later in life. We view ourselves in relation to how others see us not who we really are. And because we are the epicentre of our freshly minted world, we construct stories about ourselves that have ramifications which often last our whole lives. But they're just stories. They aren't the truth and they can be rewritten, which is good news. Maybe this is in some part why we fail to recognise or acknowledge the power of the universe within us as adults and choose to play it safe. We're too preoccupied with navigating our way through the emotional traumas of our upbringings. Only when I understood that the perception that I had of myself wasn't who I actually authentically was and did a lot of healing work to release the outdated version of me that no longer served me, Thank you for your sterling work and for keeping me safe and small, but now that show is well and truly over. Only then could I rewrite the story and allow my authentic voice to be heard. My ideas can take centre stage where they belong as I redefine myself and my work. I'm putting myself out there. Hey, don't get me wrong, I'm still filled with dread that this may be an enormous failure. What if no one listens? What if no one cares? Oh God, rejection, an actor's favourite word. But I've managed to prize the hands of my scared inner three-year-old off the steering wheel and I'm firmly in the driver's seat. There are a lot of what-ifs and if I kept allowing those doubts to stall me, it may be another 53 years before I have my say. As the legendary educator Sir Ken Robinson reminds us, if you're not prepared to be wrong, you'll never come up with anything original. And I'm glad to say, as a reformed diehard perfectionist, I'm no longer bound by the limitations of other people's perception of who I am and where I fit in. Or more importantly, I'm at last free of my own limiting beliefs. After a lot of searching, I think I found the perfect part. So... This podcast series, it's about discovery, understanding, revelation and stories. And for anyone who would like to question the beliefs and narratives held by the many, how we perceive the world is rooted in everything that has influenced us throughout our lives, emotionally, physiologically and psychologically. We become the sum of our parts and each of us have our own unique view of the world. And how we choose to view things is ultimately an act of interpretation. And is seeing really believing? Our brains are masters of illusion and hardwired to trick us into a myriad of ways into not believing our eyes, into accepting a selective focus as reality. I want to question the illusion and see the whole picture. Through fascinating conversations with incredible people, 
I set about trying to understand and challenge how we form our perceptions. Together, we'll view different perspectives and examine how perception has influenced, inspired or hindered the lives of each of my unique guests. Ultimately, this is a dialogue about knowledge and surprise and empathy. And through stories, lived human experience, we can begin to see many sides to the truth of a story. Things may not be as they first appear. Lines blur and what we thought was simply black or white merges into varying intensities of grey. Maybe we can even begin to shift our unconsciously guarded perceptions of the world and who we are in it and accept that we're free to reconfigure our understanding of how limitless we really are. Our perception creates our reality and we can recreate our life story as we move through it. At any point, we can choose to relinquish the lifelong labels that have been pinned to us, to be whoever we desire. So, buckle up and strap yourselves in, because we will travel to the inner reaches of your mind's eye and question what is truth and what is illusion. Allow yourselves to be uplifted, inspired, surprised, moved and entertained. Thank you for listening. And please join me every Wednesday for a weekly insight into the lives of others that might just make you view your own life through a different lens. Please do reach out and let me know what you'd like to hear about and what you'd like more of. I'm Caroline Partridge on Facebook and LinkedIn, Partridge underscore Caroline on Instagram. All links will be provided in the bio. So until next time, I'll be seeing you.